Wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers. Welcome to episode 35 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. I'm, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and we've got an action packed show for you this week. Uh, as always, we had a week off last week uh, for Super Bowl. Just, I just took it off. And then, uh, weirdly, like, some like some other stuff happened that we're going to get into. Um, not not a big deal, but I might not have even been able to record if I it, we'll get into that. But usually when we do have a week off, we come back and uh, just kind of all over the place. So we're going to try to keep it on the rails. But uh, as you know, there's never a guarantee of that happening here at Go Tell to the Wall. Um, but of course, before we get into all that stuff, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, four episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official Facebook page. Make sure you like that page. Check back off. And that's going to keep you updated on all new content, new episodes, all that good stuff. Uh, and of course, YouTube, head over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. Uh, that's where you're going to find all of our videos. Uh, our live feeds get posted after live feeds, video feeds. Gonna, uh-huh, a little Freudian slip there. We're going to talk about live feeds in this episode. Uh, but the video feeds all get posted up there. Used to be live feeds, beer reviews, parenting playlists, mental health Mondays. All those playlists live right there on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed and get notifications when new video content uh, is posted on there. Of course, you can follow my personal Instagram, which is SoCalShawn. That's right, at SoCalShawn. Follow that, please. All kinds of great stuff on Instagram. I, I, I'm a big-time Instagram user, I think. I, I, I've turned into more and more of an Instagram user. I use Facebook, but a lot of my Facebook usage is like groups, you know? Uh, but Instagram is, has kind of become my scrolling, like, hey, that's a cool picture. I also find myself getting into these, this is a little tangented already here, I get into these deep holes of, of looking at vans on Instagram. <laughs> it's funny, my wife come in the room and I'm like scrolling through van, like on Instagram, like, these are cool, like, look at these! Like, not really going to go get, just, you know, cool, hard to find vans on Instagram, I find myself doing that a lot. Uh, and of course, SeanO'RourkeLive.com, our official website for everything that is Go Tell to the Wall and Sean O'Rourke Live. Uh, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. You're also going to find a link to our Patreon campaign right on there. Uh, you're going to find photos you won't find anywhere else, blog posts, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, and also a link to our merch website. So pick up some Go Tell It to the Wall merch. You know you need some common sense fashion clothing. I don't know. Fashion. It's not really fashion. Not very. I'm not a very fashionable person. I don't know why I'm using that word. It's clothing. Common sense clothing. Uh, and, of course, you're going to find links to all those things I mentioned on SeanOrourkeLive.com. So if you remember nothing else, just remember SeanOrourkeLive.com. Click directly on the YouTube link, the Facebook link, the page, all the good stuff right there on SeanOrourkeLive.com. All right. I've been talking about it for a while and uh, finally pulled the trigger. We officially have a new computer here in the studio. Uh, not officially... <laughs> hooked up yet. This is why we're not live streaming this episode. We, we should now have the capabilities of, of live streaming. Um, should not be a problem. We, uh, it's just a matter of I haven't been able to reset everything in the studio. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, but did it's a thing of beauty. I, I picked up a brand new Surface. It, it's literally four times as fast as, uh, as my current Surface. We're going to talk more about that uh, as we get into some common sense. But look forward to that. Finally, a new, a new machine here in the studio. Going to give us a lot more capabilities uh, and a lot more awesome content coming. It's just It's been a bit of a reconfigure everything. And I'll talk a little bit about that in common sense because it's been a bit of an adventure uh, regarding some things and, and getting a new computer. Uh, and of course I have to mention uh, happy Valentine's day to everyone out there. That's right. It is Valentine's day. If you, uh, if, unless you've been ignoring social media today, uh, you've probably seen tons and tons of here's my Valentine's. I, I, I didn't do one of those for my wife. I, maybe I will. I probably won't. I tend to do this for like our anniversary and stuff. It's like everybody's doing this on Valentine's day. Just get on that boat or no, uh, probably not. <laughs> my wife knows I love her. Uh, and it's funny, the way that I spend my Valentine's days, uh, it, our, and my wife and I, uh, our plans actually didn't change this year. Uh, I am one of those people that prefers to not go out on Valentine's Day. And uh, My wife and I have been together for like eight year, over, a little over eight years, I think. And uh, it really, from the very beginning, she also agreed like, ah, nah, I don't like going out on Valentine's Here's the thing. 
you go out on Valentine's Day, you're overpaying for food that tends to not be that good. It's a fixed menu. It's crowded. It's it's just madness. And I, like I've always said to my wife, I'd rather take you to like ten nice dinners throughout the year uh, than one Valentine's Day dinner. So what I do is I cook for my wife. Um, tonight I will be making some steaks. We're gonna have some steaks and baked potatoes, uh, and and that's how we celebrate Valentine's Day. So it's funny with not being able to really go out much, uh, it doesn't change our plans because that that's what we do is stay home. I don't like dealing with the crowds and and all this other junk, and so just it's nice dinner at home, exchange some gifts. Uh, you know I got I've actually in this closet behind me I got my wife's gifts. I'm gonna pull them out and and my daughter's Valentine's Day gift and I'm pull them out uh, after I finish recording and 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 give those and and that's how we we spend our Valentine's Day. It's funny for me because uh, Valentine's Day has 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 very often been this very this extremely consumeristic holiday. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, you'd get like little Valentine's Day cards and in, in school and stuff. And when I was when I was in high school, we had these candy gram things, uh, which was extra funny because I ended up not like someone would have to collect mine when I was in high school because I you know and friends you know that's not like I was a super popular guy and all the all the girls were sending me no 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 friends would send them and stuff uh but i i would have to have someone else collect them because my when i was a teenager when i was in high school uh and even before that my family owned a candy store <laughs> so this is why valentine's day is very consumeristic to i mean it is to everybody but really to me uh it, it meant that that i was working and my family was making some extra money uh i actually my entire high school career never went to school on valentine's day because uh, because I had to work at the candy store on Valentine's Day. So if Valentine's Day fell on a weekday, I didn't go to school. I, I took the day off and, and worked at the candy store with my, as, as, as just madness coming through a candy store. Um, and I don't know if it's still that way these days because you can order so much stuff online and everything else and, you know, whatever. I, I'm sure the florists are, still do quite well. And, in fact, I had a, a, a good friend of mine in high school, still a good friend today uh, and fan of the podcast, hey, Matt, uh, who, whose family owned a, 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 a florist. They, his family were florists, and he never went to school on Valentine's Day. So that's kind of the relationship I have with Valentine's Day. Uh, is is I prefer like I I don't mind celebrating it. It's just I'm not gonna go out and spend silly money and crowds and not as great a food fix. Yeah, it's just not for me. Just not for me. I mean, you do you, but that is not for me. All right, now that we've gotten tangented a couple times already, <laughs> it's it's gonna be one of those shows, Wall fans. It's all right though. All right, some digital trends stuff going on on the digital platforms right now. I've, I, I, I've talked about this a few times over the past few episodes, but this is going to finally put it to bed. I'm going to Gina Carano. Uh, she's finally been officially fired uh, from The Mandalorian. She will not be continuing on any Disney series or anything along those lines. Uh, and we're now getting, and I don't want to unpack this too much, we're now getting word that, that maybe some Disney execs have been looking for a reason to... to to let her go since like December when a lot of this started blowing up. I think it started blowing up in like November, really. Um, but she definitely crossed a line the other day. Uh, and I don't even encourage you to go look at it, but I will say uh, without word for word, she compared being a, a Republican nowadays. Uh, she compared that to being a, a Jewish person in Nazi Germany. I don't know if you've seen this. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there, there's, there's just no excuse for that. There's there's literally no excuse, and and if you're that ignorant, you you can't expect to to hold a, a high profile job, you, you you just can't. This is not a subjective thing, you know. The other stuff like we're Trump supporters or whatever, we can go back and forth on that. It's one everyone has the right. You don't have the right to be that hateful. I mean, you do. It is your First Amendment right. I I'm not trying to to argue that side of it, uh, but you don't have the right to then complain when you can't hold down a high-profile job. Uh, and hilariously, like, in Hollywood, that's like that's the worst route to go. It just it, there, you, you, You're not going to be able to come up with an excuse. No one's going to put up with that. And so now she's officially gone. And hopefully you don't have to hear about Gina Carano anymore. But, of course, people are saying they're going to boycott Disney. And I saw some of these coming across. And I was like, you know what? Before, when she was just like, uh, you know, Trump's great and all. It's like, okay, fine. You 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 want to get mad if she gets fired? You're you're what you're saying is that you agree with her, and that's just there's no excuse for that. I I don't even when I, when I saw it the other, day, I was like, you got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. But people people think they that they can do these things, and it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. And they can, but you can't then complain. 
You know, if I went out and said something like that and, and every single subscriber left the podcast and I lost every single patron patron, I I'd have no one to blame but myself. You know, I mean, come on. All right. This next one is actually fairly important. Talked about this a couple weeks ago. One of the, the newest challenges has been flying around and I was very like, and I pointed out maybe if guys are doing it what you know, certain things they could be doing. Uh, and that's the, the hashtag silhouette challenge. But I do want to get serious for a moment uh, because it was like a day or two after I had talked about it on the podcast. So hopefully you're aware of this if you're someone that was doing the Silhouette Challenge. Uh, but some editors came out uh, and other influencers at warning. Uh, it, everything I said, we're warning women. It's like, well, no, warn both sides. But warning people that had done the Silhouette Challenge uh, that there is, there's editing software that you can, you can you know, take the video from. Uh, uh, what is it? what is a TikTok or whatever, whatever they're using, uh, and then you throw it in, and you can actually edit out the red filter. So, in essence, revealing much more of the person that was that's doing the challenge than that person had intended. Uh, so keep that in mind. I I doubt we have a lot of listeners that that participate in like something like the silhouette challenge, but if you do, be careful because uh, chances are someone can pull that video and then. If you're scantily clad or wearing nothing, but you're covered by shadows and red light, that can be removed, and suddenly you're out there on the internet uh, wearing nothing. <laughs> Just it's crazy, crazy. It, it, it's it, you know if, if you don't want and and by all means, if you want to put yourself out there, put yourself out there. But if you don't want to be completely revealed out, maybe just don't do it, filter or not. Like you know, just just don't do those things. Just be safe. It's just smart. All right, this past week. Uh, I can't even remember which day. It doesn't matter. Uh, we had hashtag National Roast Day. And I know this is quite the trend uh, that goes around on, on the social platforms. And in fact, for some reason, my punk rock dad's group went through like a week of dudes are like, roast me and posting. I'm just like, really? And I see this so much pe where people are like, roast me. And they post. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to touch that one. I never touch that one. By all means, if you want to get roasted and you want to have someone insult you, by all means, <laughs> go for it. Uh, just, just not for me. Ro the roast stuff is not for me. Uh, and I, I have no shame. It's just not something that appeals to me by saying, hey, look at look at me. And now everybody insult me. <laughs> like, I mean, in effect, I do this every week. I put myself out there and there's plenty of people that insult me because I, I do get some hate mail. Uh, but I, I'm not. Yeah, I, the roast thing I just don't get. But apparently this past week was National Roast Day. And Wendy's was having a lot of fun with that because apparently I think it's also a bit of a double entendre because you roast you know, you roast someone, like the comedy bits, and or, you know, roast, like a roast beef, a roast beast, as they say in uh, Dr. Seuss, you know? So, uh, hopefully you came out unscathed if you decided to participate. It's moderately unscathed, I guess, if you decided to participate in that one this past week. Not for me. Uh, and, of course, hashtag how bad days start. Hashtag how bad days start. This one is is floating around on the social platform. Search it. Get just get some comedy out of it. The, I, I like to include these fun ones, uh, and I will tell you, uh, for me, hashtag how bad days start is a is a screaming toddler, screaming toddler, uh, or sometimes getting smacked in the face while I'm just waking up from bed. Because often my toddler, will, my my daughter will get into bed, like she'll get out of bed and she'll come and jump into bed, and I'm you know I'll still be late, and I'm like half asleep, but she'll like roll over and be like, Doosh! and not hit me on purpose, but. And I'm like, what's happening here? Oh, oh, okay. I'm just getting smacked in the face by my four-year-old. All right. Uh, and, of course, Valentine's Day posts. I mentioned that at the top of the episode. Uh, everyone has to, you know, and share away. Like, share that you love your significant other and it's Valentine's Day. What I have been really appreciating is a lot of people are sharing posts of their cat, uh, particularly people that don't have a Valentine on this fine Valentine's Day. Uh, so they're posting pictures of their cat. And I really enjoy that. I'm enjoying the cat posts more than the couple posts. I mean, by all means, like I said, share photos of you and your significant other. But the cat posts are what I'm interested in today on the social platforms. Uh, and of course, last thing in digital trends, if you didn't see this one the other day, this I, I'm sure you saw it. It had me cracking up. Uh, the cat filter lawyer. And I will tell you, this is funny. Uh, because I was listening to the radio and I was doing some work the other day and they, they talked about it and they actually played audio, the audio from it. But of course, I'm listening to the radio, so I couldn't see uh, the, the visual for it. So in my head, I'm envisioning like one of those silly 
um, like cat filters where it's still your face, but it's putting like cat ears or cat eyes or, you know, whiskers and stuff. Um, like my, my kid loves to play with those in on Facebook and on, uh, we use duo. That's how she'll, uh, video chat with family. Uh, she has a couple friends that she'll video chat with and they love to like get the filters on. So I was envisioning something like that. And I, and I heard the lawyer say like, I'm, I'm not a cat. And I, it was funny. But then a couple hours later, I was scrolling through and suddenly the video popped up on my feed and I went, oh my God, <laughs> it wasn't like cat ears and funny whiskers. He was a straight up cat, like a, a cat, a cat. It was, it was a full on cat and the lips were moving. And the greatest part was, if you haven't seen this, like his, you could see it, it, tra it, it tracks your eyes, whatever filter this is. And you could see him like looking down like, oh God, what, what do I do here? What do I do here? Uh, but the important lesson here now I, my daughter's only four, so I'm going to be dealing with more of it as the years progress. But I like I don't let her touch this thing. I don't let her. Maybe she's probably going to start touching the the old surface here now that I've got a new one. But I, I don't let her get in on that thing. She's got. We have another tablet that if she does, we sit and play a game together on the tablet. Uh, there's like some Daniel Tiger games and stuff. That's one thing. I don't let her touch the other things. So, but if you do, make sure, especially before you go into you know, like a court setting, that you check the filters. It's just kind of common sense. Uh, because once you get in there, you never know what's going to happen. And and there's always funny things. Like, you know, kids running into frame and stuff is one thing. But just, just check your settings before you go into a court case <laughs> over Zoom. Oh, man. Just, it was, I, like, it, I wish, like, I could convey that feeling of, like, oh, yeah, that's funny. And then being like, oh, no, that's crazy funny. <laughs> like, just the elevation of how funny it became. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, COVID. We got some COVID updates. Uh, I, I got to be honest. I even wrote this here. I'm honestly tired of talking about COVID. I know we all are. We're, we're all experiencing COVID uh, fatigue, everything else. Um, the bottom line, and this is all I'm going to say this week, we just have to hold fast. We got to hold fast. We're getting so close here. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be really curious to see the numbers nationwide in Southern California uh, a week from today because that puts us two weeks from Super Bowl Sunday and people having Super Bowl parties. Uh, but we just we just got to just got to hold fast a little longer and we'll get to the end. Uh, continue to stay home, wear a mask. And for the love of God, don't fear the vaccine. It, like just it, just get the trust scientists, get the goddamn vaccine. Um, my wife's working on well, my, my my wife's grandmother is getting her 98 years old. Uh, she's getting her first dose tomorrow. Tomorrow in Florida, uh, and then we're actually dealing with uh, trying to get my my father-in-law vaccinated because he's well within the realm of the of the age group. It's just a matter of finding uh, appointments and and everything else. Uh, so so please just stay home, wear a mask, and get the vaccine when you can. Get the vaccine when you can. Simple as that. That's and and hopefully hopefully one day sooner than later I'm going to stop talking about COVID. Just at, at least on the on the the podcast episodes. All right. Mental health, mental health, uh, still many challenges, as you know, from, from my episode two weeks ago, uh, I, I don't want to get into it ridiculously, but still lots of challenges with family. Um, my wife is experiencing the brunt of it. Uh, I'm, I'm really just giving as much assistance as I can, but there's so much to sort through, um, you know, after someone passes and, and, and it's fun, it, not funny, haha, but it's funny because you, you like you'll be going through something or, or even like my wife will be sitting on the couch and she'll go, oh, my God, I, we got, I got, didn't even think about that. You know, so many things like like phones and credit cards and bank accounts and just so many things to get through. And it's uh, it's it's been a bit of a challenge um, and especially getting family settled uh, because now my, my father in law has come from Arizona now to Los Angeles. Uh, fortunately, we have a guest house. He doesn't, so we're still able to to quarantine, um, but he has is going to be splitting his time between Los Angeles and Florida. Um, so I've had that challenge, using caution as much as possible, but the challenge of, of, of giving him assistance, but still staying separate because we're not in the same bubble um, and keeping that, you know, the quarantining separately. And, and then hopefully once he gets his vaccine, every, you know, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, but as far as my own mental health, that's that's been been a bit of a challenge. And, and we're not through it yet, but it's just something we, we all, we've got to get through. And everybody, you know, everybody deals with these kind, kinds of things. So, you know, it's it's just the challenge of it and the tax that it can have, you know, on your mental health. And, and my wife, same thing, um, just the tax that it, the, that it can take 
the toll it can take on your mental health. Uh, I also, this one's personal, but uh, man. Uh, so I don't know if, if, if you saw on the news uh, like a week ago, maybe a, nah, yeah, maybe a little more than a week ago, there was a, uh, a, a couple of FBI agents killed in South Florida. Uh, two of them, to be exact. Uh, and a couple others injured. Uh, and this one, for me, it, it hit me hard for like a day. And not because I knew those agents. Uh, but if you're familiar with my backstory that I've shared a little bit of on the podcast before, uh, my uncle and my godfather was, uh, was, was shot and killed. Uh, he was an FBI agent in 1986, was shot and killed in, in uh, Miami, in a suburb of Miami. Uh, not very far, I mean not next door, but not very far from where this incident occurred. And immediately when I saw that two, and my godfather is one of two, uh, killed in 1986, and I, I was very young, uh, but it is something that's always stuck with me. Uh, I still have memories of riding around in FBI cars for like two weeks, walking in the funeral procession, uh, it, just all kinds of crazy stuff, so it drudged those up for me. Uh, and in fact, as I went to look at articles, and I was just curious, you know, what's happening, getting information, uh, every single article I read mentioned uh, the, the 1986 um, Miami firefight, which it, it's kind of known as the Miami firefight, a lot uh, if you're interested in all at all, take take a look at that. Just Google 1986 FBI Miami uh, firefight, anything along those lines, and you'll see. But this one, uh, it got me. It 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 was. It's a definite trigger for me, um, and drudged up a lot of memories. And uh, and and that one sat with me quite a, quite a bit for a few days. I mean, that still sits with me throughout my entire life. But uh, definitely drudged some stuff up uh, for many many years ago. Uh, and especially, I, I talked about it on the podcast a couple of years ago because this was drudged up uh, by somebody making a speech and talking about my godfather's children, of which he didn't have any, uh, nor his partner, Jerry, uh, who also didn't have any children. Uh, I would have been the next closest thing to to, to anything resembling a child uh, for, for Ben. Um, but that, and that's why these things tend to hit me is whenever this comes back up, uh, triggers me, hits me in the gut for a couple days, and then, you know, of course, we move on past it, but uh, just recognizing those things, I think, and that's why I bring it up, is just to recognize those things and know that sometimes you're, you're going to run into these things, uh, you know, sometimes you never fully heal from certain things, uh, but all you can do is practice self-care and, and and get to the other side of that, um, and in fact, <laughs> had another one this week, uh, so as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, I, I might not have been able to record last Sunday. I woke up last Sunday with with like a little bit of a toothache, a little bit of a toothache. By Sunday night, it was not terrible, but it was like I couldn't chew on one side of my mouth. And I'm going, all right, this isn't normal. And it kind of started to feel better. And then Monday night, I was like, no, this is bad. Um, and of course, I'm avoiding going to the dentist in general. Like I haven't had my teeth cleaned in a year because um, of COVID. It's not worth the risk for me. So I had to bite the bullet. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> and on Tuesday, I uh, had my wife drive me to the dentist. Uh, talk about anxiety going in. The interesting thing is I found once I got in there, and this, this is just valuable information for anyone out there that, that's kind of been avoiding it. Especially like if you're in pain, don't go for, you know, elective stuff or whatever. Um, actually once I got inside the office, it, it felt quite safe. And, and I think depending where you are, like a doctor's office where they're taking, and especially a dentist office where they PPE is a normal thing. Um, I actually felt quite safe. Uh, they, they took my temperature before I could even walk back to like the room with the chair in it. Uh, you know, and the dentist, like it's got a face shield and a mask and everything else. And, um, and my wife's dropping stuff in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> That one definitely picked up on the microphone, uh, but doing everything I can. So I actually felt once I got, it was the anxiety of going in, but once I got in, felt quite secure. Uh, and then of course they look at, he's like, ah, you got a little thing. And he gave me a little medicine. He's like, ah, it should, it'll clear up. You go home. And I went home, started feeling much better. Uh, but it was, it was an interesting couple days <laughs> to say the least. And, and the toll on my mental health. And it, it's one of those things where, you know, you have certain instances where, uh, like, you know, you're, you're kind of putting something off or you know that it can trigger you. Um, and then you get there and it's like, yeah, this is horrible. This is stressing me out. This is giving me anxiety. Uh, and then you also have times like this. That was the dentist for me as I was, I was dreading it and driving there. I'm just like, oh God. Okay. And then I got in there and I was like, eh, this isn't so bad. There's like nobody around me. You know, they had two chairs, like, 
ridiculously far apart and there was no one even in the waiting room. Um, and I just, I filled out my paperwork, went straight in and, and it was actually not as bad as, uh, as I anticipated. So I definitely built myself, like built it up much more than it had to be. Uh, and I survived. So got through it feeling better. All right. Some positive news here. Positive news. Uh, you may have seen this one, but Nike came out with some brand new sneakers we're not talking about Jordans or Air Force Ones or any of those crazy awesome backs of the futures. I still want those Doc Brown. I'm not a Nike guy, but I want those Doc Brown uh, Nikes that from the uh, the original film. They redid them a couple years ago. I do want those, uh, but none of those. These are actually some uh, some inclusive shoes. Uh, they are meant for for people uh, who have certain disabilities uh, and, and are differently abled. Uh, and basically, what it is is. You can put them on and take them off without bending down to tie them, do anything. Uh, and I encourage you to check them out, even if you're not someone who might need uh, these these inclusive type shoes. Uh, they're all they're just very cool to see. Uh, but the positive news side of it is, uh, people are going to be able to to avoid pain and frustration and stress uh, with these shoes. It's literally you 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 step into it and it like, and then you step out and it just kind of pops up and, and it's in and out in and out and it's not just like slip-ons these are better like sneakers because yes you can do it with with sandals you don't have to bend down and tie it. essentially everything that you would get out of a tied sneaker but you don't have to bend down and tie it and i know for a fact uh in fact i, I have a friend uh who has who has a son uh who has who has issues and has had his entire life and uh and and because of those issues Tying shoes uh, can can be a problem, and I know for a fact that that he is very excited about these shoes and not having to deal with that uh, on a daily basis. So so good on you, Nike. Happy to see this. And apparently, it was somebody a, a somebody that came and said, you know, can you make a shoe like this? And Nike made the shoe. Uh, and you know, we often take for granted those of us that don't need you don't think about those things until you see it in front of you, and you're like, oh my god, that's fantastic. People are going to really benefit from this, and and these shoes are definitely. Uh, is definitely a case of that. Uh, so good on you, Nike, and uh, and hopefully a lot of people out there will will be able to get these shoes and and make their lives easier. All right, parenting. Oh boy, <laughs> I don't have a lot of this stuff, but I do. I do want to bring this up, and then I'm going to brag a bit at one point here because parenting stuff brought up some old memories. Uh, but it's funny. I, my my wife and I we often talk. So I've mentioned punk rock dads, uh, which is a a dad group that I'm in on Facebook. Uh, and then my wife is in a couple of mom groups, but one in particular that's like a local mom group. And, and they have funny stuff, too, but it's, you know, uh, it's moms passing around, you know, passing back and forth information. There's, there's a meme going around, too, where I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's like mom groups on, you know, on, on Facebook. Oh, my God, my child fell down the stairs. And then, you know, it's like moms responding like, oh, my God, are they OK? Oh, my God, were they why were you watching them? Oh, my gosh, what you know, what blah, 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 blah. And then it's like dad groups. LMAO, <laughs> like laughing my ass off, and it's like, yeah, that is that is fairly accurate, um, and it's this came up the other day because my wife was like, oh, it's something something that was being discussed in her mom group. She's like, oh, do you, you guys talk about that stuff in your dad group? And I was like, no, not really. And I pulled up one of the more recent videos that was posted in dad group, and if you if you've seen this video floating around social platforms, uh, it's the dude giving himself a mohawk using nair and duct tape. <laughs> and I was like, no, this is the kind of stuff we got in our group. <laughs> I mean, very funny. Uh, in all seriousness, it, it, there is serious topics in there as well, but it just it really had me laughing because it's like the differences between mom groups and dad groups. Now, of course, it does get serious. I've I've uh, been involved in some serious conversations. People look, like dads looking for advice. Uh, you know, dads just going through uh, tough times, whatever it might be. So it's not to say it's all joking, but it was just funny in that moment. Like the last thing I had seen from my dad group was a dude giving himself a mohawk using nair. I don't. I don't recommend using Nair. I. I just. I don't know why that stuff even exists. Uh, all right. Uh, I am late to the game on this one, uh, but Zootopia. We had movie night in the O'Rourke household last night, and my my daughter picked Zootopia. She hadn't seen it yet. I hadn't seen it yet. I think my wife had watched it on an airplane a couple years ago. Uh, it's been been out for a few years. I think it came out not long after I left Disney. Uh, it's a Disney movie, and luckily we got Disney Plus. But I was like, I I figured I would enjoy it. I was so pleasantly surprised at how well done the movie is. And here's the thing I said to my wife, cause I'm like laughing through the thing. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's great. That's great. And and then like halfway through, I turned to my wife and I'm like, this is fantastic, but it's also, it's all low hanging fruit, but they have taken these, these low hanging fruit jokes 
and they have put them together extremely well in this universe that is Zootopia. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. It actually touches on some serious topics without getting too, you know, dark or deep. Uh, just it, fantastic film. If you have kids uh, and you haven't seen it, highly recommend checking out Zootopia. If you don't have kids, uh, highly recommend watching it by yourself. Uh, it, it, it this is definitely one of those films that uh, uh, doesn't have to be enjoyed by just kids. It, it there's there's a lot to it. So again, I know I'm very late to it, and, and some especially parent listeners out there are gonna be like, "Dude, I we've been watching that for years." And it's like I know, but I finally got to it, so I'm gonna mention it because it's my podcast, and I'm yelling at a wall. All right, one more thing here in parenting, and it gets me just bragging a little bit. Uh, so we were rewatching the original Disney sing along. Uh, that they made like when COVID first hit, uh, hosted by Ryan Seacrest. And it's funny because I did this before and I'd totally forgotten about it when we watched it months and months ago. Uh, and then I was reminded as I was watching it with my daughter and I turned into one of these like, I, I got to peak dad, I think is what happened. Uh, because there's a part in it where the cast of High School Musical jumps on to sing, we're all in this together. Uh, now, when I was at Disney, I knew... Most of the high school musical cast really, with the exception of two, I've met, I've met and dealt with them a couple times, uh, but with the exception of two that I, do, and that would be, um, sorry ladies, that would be uh, Zach, um, what's his, I'm blanking on his last name, and Vanessa Hudgens, didn't do a lot of work with them, but uh, but Monique, uh, I knew Monique really, really well, did a lot of work with Corbin uh, and his dad, uh, and did a lot of work with, with Lucas, and actually, uh, one, one of Lucas's producers is actually a, a, a good friend of mine. So I'm I'm like waxing nostalgic. I'm like, oh yeah, I used to work with, and then I had, and I knew this happened, but then uh, Boo Boo pops up. If, if you don't know who Boo Boo is, Boo Boo was uh, he was in T Squad uh, when I knew him. He's a little guy, you know, sponsored by Gibson, a kid musician, uh, and then he went on t- into acting, and he was actually he's actually part of the X Men universe. He's in X Men Days of Future Past, uh, but that like Boo Boo I knew really well. And this is where I got into a little story with my daughter because uh, I had T-Squad playing a concert uh, opening for Jonas Brothers at Magic Mountain. Uh, this I don't know if I've ever told that story, but this is this is the same night that I was almost uh, killed by a mob of screaming 12-year-old girls. Uh, but so, so Boo-Boo's there. And Boo-Boo's dad, uh, his name is Stomper. He actually was a wrestler, a WWF wrestler in the 1980s named the Mongolian Stomper. Uh, and we actually developed quite a friendship uh, working together uh, because, you know, his his son was in a band and everything else and, and did quite a few events with them. Um, but we developed friendship. Uh, and then, so I'm telling my daughter this story, and I remember that particular time at Magic Mountain, I'm, I'm standing, like, right outside the green room in Ma- at Magic Mountain where they have this big stage at the back of the park, and uh, and I'm talking to the director of marketing for Magic Mountain, and suddenly I feel behind me, a gigantic arm come up and put me in a headlock. So I'm going, oh, God. <laughs> the director of marketing, she's just like, what's going on here? And I turn, and it's the Mon- it's it's Stomper, the Mongolian Stomper, putting me in a headlock as his way of saying hello. <laughs> so I reached peak dad uh, at that moment because I was like, yeah, I was put in a headlock by a dude that wrestled Hulk Hogan. And while I was talking as a director of marketing at Magic Mountain uh, and, and keeping the green room closed because at that time, this was years ago, and at that time, this is uh, Jonas Brothers are meteorically rising. Uh, Miley had risen, and Miley was in, I, yeah, Miley's in the green room. Oh, I'm telling almost died in a crush of 12-year-old girls trying to get the Jonas Brothers out of the park. Stages at the back of the park, they had to get to the front of the park. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, let's just say I've seen very large security guards throw some elbows. <laughs> and that's the only way I'm still alive today. All right, some common sense now that we've tangented on my uh, my glorifying story of being put in a headlock by a former WWF wrestler. Uh, yes, like peak dad, just peak dad. I was, as I'm saying, I'm like, oh man. Like there's some dad gods out there like, oh, like he's reached it. It's just going to get worse as I get older. I'm going to be sitting there with like a pipe. And I'm like, Back in my day. Telling kids about the glory days of punk rock. All right, some common sense. Uh, why are showerheads so complicated? This is another adventure I've had to deal with. Uh, let me fill you in on this a little bit, wall fans. Uh, so like a week ago, maybe a little over a week, about a week ago, I go turn on the shower. And I'm, I'm my daughter, I'm putting some TV on for her. My wife's working here in the studio. She's sitting in here working with the door closed. 
So I turn on the shower and I'm going to check up. And I'm like, okay, you know, I put, I put TV on for her and that's when I can take a quick, like five minute shower. So I'm checking with her and all of a sudden I hear this like, um, you like that sound effect? Poof. No, I don't even know what I'm doing. I need a little sound effect board here. Like that, maybe that'll be something we add to the studio. Uh, but I hear this like, you know, crash again. I'm like, what the hell? And I kind of figured it was the shower. Because I also heard, like, gushing water. And I'm going, oh, geez. And my wife comes popping out of the studio. And she, I just see her. She's like, what's going on? And I look. I'm like, something's wrong with the shower. The shower head had shot off of the thing. It's in the holder. But we have one of those, you know, like a handheld shower head that you can pull off and with the cord. Shot off. Hit the wall. And there's water just shooting full speed against, the like, the wall of the shower across. The and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. So I turn off the water. First thought in my head is like, well, shit, I'm glad I wasn't in the shower yet because I probably would have gotten knocked out by the shower head flying through the air. But then, of course, I'm like, well, what do I do now? Can't really take a shower in here. Now, fortunately, we have another shower. Um, but, like, it, it's just all this is happening as I'm doing this. And then it turned into, like, a comedy of errors because I went to pull the one out of my other shower, out of our smaller bathroom, put it in there, and I cracked that thing, like, trying to pull it out. I'm like, well, that handheld shower head's broken. Luckily, I had another shower head. So I threw that one on there. Uh, but then, of course, and here's the thing. is I, I definitely had one of those I told you so because I've been telling my wife. And I'll tell you why. But the, like the shower head we have, it, it wasn't good. I could tell it wasn't good. And, in fact, a few years ago, a couple years ago, like the tube for the handheld thing just busted. Like, And that's why I kind of like went straight back to that because I heard this. Uh, and a couple years ago when it happened, I had the shower running and I wasn't in there yet. It was warming up and I hear this and water's gushing because the, the tube like busted. It's coming out of the tube putting a tube in there and everything you know that's replaced um so <laughs> like dealt with this so much and i told my wife we need a new shower head the shower head's not great we need a new shower head she, she would have felt terrible had i got knocked out by the damn thing but luckily i wasn't in there but then so i've got the temporary fix but of course we got to get a new shower head so that's where it just gets ridiculous and this is this is com like compounded by the fact that i live in california so those of you who don't live in california uh there there's federal restrictions on shower heads yes Living in a fucking Seinfeld episode. Like, literally. Seinfeld episode. For those of you that have seen Seinfeld, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, but there's federal regulations. And then California has even more ridiculous regulations, which I don't have a huge problem with. But here's what happens. Is when you go to look for shower heads, you can't tell any of the sites to filter by California. <laughs> so my wife is like, oh, this is a great shower head. Goes to click and like, can't order this in California. Goes to click, can't order this in California. So she's dealing with that stress, and I'm and I'm at a, I'm at a point where I'm like, I really don't care. Just get a damn shower. Like I don't care. Get the damn shower head, you know. Uh, and then eventually the thing comes, and we ended up getting one. But it was just it was like one thing after another. And in fact, that's what killed me before. Is this shower? This is just showers in general. When I first moved into this house, I couldn't get the shower to work. So it's it's got this like little extra plug thing that you have to, you have to turn because there's we have a rainfall and a thingy like a regular shower head. But you got to pull it out. So this started the day I moved into this house. I didn't know. I had, to, I had to call the realtor, have them call the previous owners, and they're like, oh, no, you pull. Don't turn. I'm like, oh, okay, my bad. Well, water pressure was getting bad a few weeks ago, too, and it just kept getting worse. And I'm like, what is going on? And I'm in there one day, and I start futzing with it, and suddenly I realize, like, it's not in all the way, and I just pulled it out. And I just started laughing maniacally because I was like, I thought our shower was destroyed. I thought we were going to have to have a plumber in here, but no, just needed to pull this stupid thing out. Now, of course, the increased water pressure is probably what made the, the shower head pop off, but wait, like, that's, that's home ownership. Like, owning your own home is fantastic until stuff like that happens, and you're like, well, shit, I can't just call someone to come fix my shower head. I got to figure it out myself, and I'm not a freaking plumber. I'm not, not a plumber, not a plumber. Well, to be fair, yes, I get it. Don't send me stuff like you can't put on. Yes, I can put on a shower head. It's the matter of getting the shower head and figuring out what the hell I'm allowed to have here in California. Uh, random food deliveries. I got to share this with you guys because, you know, as, as I said, uh, the challenge the past few weeks has been has been the food. Uh, and it's slowed down a little bit, but we were getting these meal trains and there's like, here's some carne asada fries for you. And like, oh, Jesus, here's some Thai food. Like, oh, my God, here, you know, here's whatever. Like, and I appreciate it, but I don't want to gain weight. We're sitting here watching the end of the Super Bowl last Sunday, and my ring rings, the ring doorbell, and I'm like, Who, who's coming to my house right now? And I go to look, and there's like a guy at my gate holding bags, and I was like, hi, um, what's going on? Is that is that a food delivery? He's like, yeah, and I was like, oh, cool. And we have a, like, this is where I tell people to leave food or packages when I see them. I'm like, oh, just set it right there. 
They go in and look, and there's two big bags of Zanku chicken. For those of you that live in Southern California, you know you know how. If you don't know and you live in Southern California, go experience the greatness that is Zanku chicken. Uh, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Fortunately, we hadn't started making dinner yet, but apparently someone had sent us food, and I had to have my wife go check. And she goes, oh yeah, no, someone did send us food, and just random food showing up. I mean, I'm not complaining, not complaining at all. It was great. We ate it. But it was kind of hilarious. You got track track your food orders. Got to keep track of all that stuff. Um, just because you never know. <laughs> you never know when food's going to show up. Oh, computer shopping. I, I, I know I, I said I was going to touch on this, but I want to common sense a couple of things here. Uh, my, my computer shopping became a comedy of errors because I, I tend to do a lot of research and go through, and I finally decided, like, nope, we're getting the damn computer. Um you know, and then I was figuring out, all right, which which credit cards are we going to get the most points on everything else? And I've got, I've got it all sitting in the cart, and I'm sitting in the cart overnight, and the next day I was like, all right, I'm going to go pull the trigger through Microsoft, and I go to order, and it's like, out of stock. I'm like, I was futzing with this for two days, and it was sitting right there, and now it's out of stock. So I go through, and I'm, and I'm talking to a Microsoft rep, and they're like, yeah, I don't know. And kudos to Microsoft, because uh, the rep I was talking to was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh we don't know exactly when it's coming, but what I can do is take your email and let you know exactly when it's coming. Sure enough, I got an email like two days later. Here's the thing is that the next day uh, after I was unable to order, and I, decided, I decided to go through CDW, if you've ever heard of CDW, uh, and ended up getting a better price through CDW. So I get it through CDW, get the email and everything, and it's just one of those things where it, it like, you know, you get to, you get all the way and you're like, okay, this is perfect. It's almost like you've, you've been working on a paper or, you know, a book or something, and you're like, this is perfect, and you go to click save, but before you can click save, it's like, nope, and just disappears. Like, that was kind of what happened to me, um, but did end up getting it, and I, as I said, I'm still a big fan of Microsoft, uh, and then the, tra the transferring of stuff, and that's why we're not on the new machine right now is because of transferring all of the settings and everything else over to the new machine has been quite the task, and not just because of transferring files, um, but if you're a Microsoft user, <laughs> Microsoft has discontinued a bunch of things uh, since the last time I got a new machine, and so, like, I actually had to get different programs, uh, and in fact, Microsoft Office, they they just, they got rid of, uh, like, the old, you basically have to have Office 365 now, or, like, Office 2019, and I was running 2013, had a license for it, and I was like, oh, no, I'll just download, the, download it to my, nope. They're like, we don't do this anymore. Thanks. Same with Movie Maker. We don't do this. Like, really? Really? Okay. I guess it's my fault, but okay. That you stop support for everything. Uh, and, of course, new hardware. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I've always recommended Surface because uh, they are backward compatible. Uh, and they really are. But the problem is because I am, I went from a 3 uh, to a 7 plus. So that is a big difference. Uh, so had to upgrade some of the hardware, which is what we're going through right now. And I will say, and I'm going to complain for a minute, um, Microsoft Complete. This is this is the one thing that made me mad with Microsoft. I spent an hour and a half on the chat with them the other day because uh, I was trying to add Microsoft Complete, which is just it's additional warranty, uh, you know, for your machine. I think like every like I know Apple has a thing like that, and uh, Microsoft Complete you can get it on like certain computers. You can get it on Xbox. I saw that as I was going through it. Uh, for some reason, they were having technical issues with the Microsoft Complete. <clears throat> I'm literally talking to a Microsoft rep, and they're, I'm like, I, it won't let me purchase. It's giving me an error message. Of sending it, and they're like, oh, that's strange. Let me try to purchase it on your behalf. And they're trying, oh, I'm getting the same error message. And it's like, well, can you can you fix this? And they're trying to fix it. And I'm like, and, and as I'm doing this, I'm sitting there like, I'm just trying to give you money. Can you just take my money? And, and, and even if you can't give me the exact thing. Here's where technology can sometimes be a problem. So you remember... Remember the 80s before like sliding credit card machines? It was a like, you know, uh, now working. I've worked retail quite a few times in my life and you always had one of those machines around. So if the network's down, you 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 take an imprint of the credit card. And this is I'm thinking of this as I'm talking to them because I'm like, can you just take my money? And even if you can't update the system, can you just like write it down? Like Sean has Microsoft complete as of blah, 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 blah. It's like, why? why? I just I just want to give you money. And make sure I have additional coverage on my machine, uh, just because you know you never know what's going to happen when we spend, I spend on a new machine. You uh, want to have that protected when it fails from technology. All right, before we get into some entertainment news, I have a very very special common sense announcement. Uh, it's not quite the day yet, but in just a few days, 
We're going to be wishing a very, very, very happy birthday to the one and only Paul Smith, a.k.a. Zombie Teeth, a.k.a. official photographer and artist for the Barstool Preachers. I'm not going to give his age out uh, on this episode, but I will say it's a big one. It's a bit of a milestone. Uh, I'm not also not going to throw rocks, you know, glass houses and all, because I am gonna, I'm not far behind that's <laughs> that particular age. Uh, but very, very happy birthday to to you, Paul. Um, I know you'll be listening to this, and uh, and and I hope, despite quarantine, that you you can make the best of this birthday. Uh, and I, I'm sure I'll be talking to you uh, in a few days on your actual birthday. But this is the last episode before your birthday, and we don't do a ton of birthday announcements. But uh, Paul is a very big friend of the podcast. Uh, and, and a very big proponent of, of mental health uh, and mental illness awareness. Uh, so, so very, very happy birthday to you, Paul. Uh, entertainment news. Movie theaters. There's some movie theater chains, uh, specifically in the U.S. and South Korea, uh, that have started doing rentals for gamers. Uh, and apparently what you can do is you can rent out an entire theater uh, for up to 20 people, uh, I assume these need to be like kind of in your bubble people, but up to 20 people in a theater. Uh, and you can play games on the giant movie theater screen. Uh, the one caveat is you have to bring your own console because movie theaters, they don't have a bunch of consoles laying around. Uh, but for, for literally as cheap as like $100, $100 for two hours or something like that, or $100 for an hour, it was somewhere, somewhere like that cheap. Uh, you can rent out a giant theater and, and play video games on, like, a whoa screen. Now, if I was a gamer, that'd be pretty appealing. I'm not a gamer. Play Clash of Clans, that's about it. But uh, look into that uh, if, and check out the movie theater rentals for gamers uh, if and see if maybe that's happening in your area. It, it looks like in the U.S. and South Korea. That's, that's where I'm seeing this happening. Uh, so I don't know if there's any options outside of those countries or areas. In fact, I didn't see a lot in... A lot of opportunity in California, but uh, but check that out. See if it's if it's something you're interested in, something you you might want it, that could be available. Um, could be a could be a way to uh, to enjoy your quarantine time uh, and and still still get out and about and do something, but do it safely. Uh, the Red Wall. There's an author named Brian Jacques uh, who who write who wrote the Red Wall series. Unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago, uh, but wrote a series it definitely geared toward kids. Um, I read them when I was like 11, but we got an announcement from Netflix that there's a Redwall movie, uh, and a series coming. This is basically like medieval, but all the characters are like mice and, and animals. Uh, 11 year old Sean is losing his mind right now. Uh, so if you're a Redwall fan, I read them like crazy as a kid. If you're a Redwall fan, uh, keep an eye on Netflix. Cause like I said, there's going to be a movie and a series. Uh, I believe the movie is going to be the very first book of the series, and then the, the like the, the television series is then going to kind of move move its way through the books. Uh, I have high hopes for this one. Obviously, going to be animated, uh, but but like I said, eleven year old Sean losing his mind. Uh, Eve six, that's right. Eve six is one of my guilty pleasures. I'll be honest. I mean, I, I don't even want to say guilty pleasure. I say listen to what you want to listen to. I've been in, I've been an Eve six fan since uh, since that, their first album, like ninety seven, ninety eight. No, maybe later. I don't know. Like, late 90s. Um, yeah, definitely late 90s, because their second album was, like, 2001. Uh, but Eve 6, um, you, I'm not even going to talk about the social media stuff, because I'm going like, to, that's there's just too much to keep track of. Uh, but they did announce a new album that is coming out. Uh, the album's going to be released June 25th, uh, and they released a new single this past week called Black Nova. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the single. It's a, it's, you know, it, it's just not really my style of music necessarily. Uh, but I am a bit of an Eve six fan. Uh, so, so we'll see how this album ends up coming out. But if you're an Eve six fan, uh, check out the, the single, I think it's on Spotify and everything, but it's definitely on YouTube. I watched the video they have a video for it and watch the video on YouTube. All right. And one more thing that I will leave you with this week. Uh, as you can see, if you're watching the video feed, uh, as you can see from my shirt, I am wearing my Bassists Against Racists shirt. This particular iteration is the Bungle Preacher one, where it says, kick racism in the facism. I believe I mentioned these before. Uh, these are, the artwork is all done by Paul Smith, a.k.a. Zombie Teeth, uh, in collaboration with Chaos Merch, and that's Gabby Chaos uh, from Venomous, the Venomous Pinks. It's her merch company. Uh, and the idea was all started by Lynn uh, from Bad Cop, Bad Cop, who came up with the idea of this racist, bassist against racist line of course i had to have the bungle shirt i own like every single barstool preachers shirt design there is out there uh and it's it's a double whammy because i get to have a, a zombie teeth design uh, on my shirt 
Uh, and they're doing these a new one every month with different artists, which I believe I mentioned that before. Uh, the cool thing is right now you can pre-order for the month of February. You can pre-order the Gabby Chaos version of the Bassist Against Racist shirt. Uh, I actually got to jump on Chaos merch here soon and and pre-order mine. Uh, and the other cool thing is part of the proceeds actually goes toward uh, BLM goes towards Black Lives Matter. Uh, so if you purchase a shirt, part of those proceeds is also included in a donation uh, to a worthwhile organization. Uh, so so kind of double, that's like a quadruple whammy because you, you got Chaos merch, you got the amazing zombie teeth, uh, you got Lynn of Bad Cop, Bad Cop, one of the best bassists around there. And, and I mean, Gabby, also one of the best bassists around there, um, not to mention her fantastic merch. I big Chaos merch fan. Uh, so, so check out Chaos merch. Check out the bassists against racists. Uh, line and and try to collect them all. They're they're going to be doing one a month. Um, so uh, in two weeks there's going to be another one and uh, and and you won't be able to order uh, the the Gabby one anymore. So make sure you do that before the end of the month if 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 you're interested in really each month if you're interested in that particular artist. All right, that's going to do it. I knew we were going to go way over time this week. I just you know week out of the studio and me patting myself on the back and and just uh, <laughs> and just ranting a little bit, rambling and ranting. You gotta love the ramblings and rantings of "Go Tell It to the Wall," uh, but like I said, that's gonna do it for us. <clears throat> we will be back next week, same wall place, same wall time, possibly with a live stream. The live streams are coming. It's just a matter of if we can get everything set up here in the studio. So look forward to that. I will definitely let everyone know in advance uh, if the live streams come back. That way, you can can make some time to tune in if that's something you want to do. Uh, but we will be back next week. Uh, this has been. Oh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at SoCalSean. Uh, like our page on Facebook.com slash GoTellItToTheWall. And also YouTube, head over to YouTube, search GoTellItToTheWall, subscribe to our channel. And most importantly, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Check out some merch. Get yourself some merch. Let's see some GoTellItToTheWall shirts, more of those out there in the world. Uh, but make sure, you, either way, follow, subscribe, do the things. Uh, this has been episode 35 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall. I'm, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>